Secrets to Real Estate Investing, Episode 36. Welcome to the Secrets to Real Estate Investing podcast by House Flip Masters, where you will learn powerful strategies from top experts in real estate investing, and you will find valuable information to take your investments to the next level. Now, here's your host and expert real estate investor, Holly McCann. Hey there, and welcome to another exciting episode of Secrets to Real Estate Investing. Today, we have a wonderful guest, as usual, but this guy has some of the most amazing real life stories, real success stories of creative real estate deals I've ever met. I'm really excited to bring him on the show. His name is Dana Claft. I met him last year when I was working with him with a real estate expert by the name of Lee Arnold. So I was helping him and his group out on a bus tour showing him investment opportunities in Southern California. And I just love Dana because he just is a wealth of knowledge. His background is as a landscape entrepreneur, which we'll hear more about that. And he's been retired for 10 years doing real estate since then and helping and teaching others how to have some of the same successes he has. So with that, welcome to the show, Dana Claft. Thank you, Holly. Uh, We we always enjoy uh, being able to help other folks. Uh, The real estate seminar that I met you at, we had a number of new faces, uh, a lot of people that had... um, doubts and fears and we've actually worked with a number of them since then it's only been what months and months not too not too long and we already have some success stories awesome well why don't you give our listeners a little bit more background of from you and kind of back to the beginning and and what you did after school and your career yeah uh, that'd be great you know i i started off uh after high school i started my landscape company so i was a landscape contractor until i turned 50 and i retired but uh, I, I always thought, you know, I'm, basically I owned a job. And uh, so I thought when my dad passed away at 46 years old, I, I couldn't help my mother. I didn't have any money. I had, you know, hand to mouth kind of stuff with the landscape career. And in order to really make any money, I wasn't sure what to do. I had been looking at real estate since about 1998. And this was 2003, December, my dad passed away. And uh, right after that, I got out a, a TV program that I'd bought off the computer like five years early, earlier, and it said, write down your goals. Mm-hmm. And so I did. I wrote down, I want to own three houses in 60 days. Guess what? On the 58th day, God honored that, and we closed on two properties that had three houses. So, wow. That was pretty cool. Awesome. Fantastic. Tell us more. <laughs> well, the, I used the principle that I learned in the, in the uh, TV uh, course and it just said borrow a down payment from somebody and ask for owner financing so that's what we did it said make three offers so we made multiple offers uh, we can give you this much all cash we can give you you know a little bit more with so much down and so much a month or we'll give you full price if you just amortize the whole thing out and uh, so the people said well we we like the one with the down payment and so much a month great so we bought that property we had it for about a year and a half spent 25000 repairing it Sold it and made $55,000. And I told my wife, I said, that's it. $55,000. Oh, my gosh. And it was a $100,000 house. For both properties, hundred grand for both. Wow. Phenomenal. I love it. <laughs> and it was, uh, it was over in, uh, in Kern County, you know, where we live. The houses uh, here right now are about $750,000, $850,000. 
in Kern County, there's still 75,000, 85,000, somewhere in there. So man, drive 90 minutes and save a whole bunch of money. Well, yeah, and for our listeners that don't know where Kern County is, that is in California. It's not the usual California investing you hear about Southern California. It's more, would you say, central, Dana? Central? Yeah, it's kind of Central Valley uh, near Bakersfield. Uh, Bakersfield's in Kern County. Uh, but yeah, you know, so we, uh, that was our first, uh, um, I guess, real estate transaction that we actually made money on. And uh, Terry and I'd never owned a house together, been married since 89. So we thought that was pretty exciting. And um, so we used the technique again, bought another property. In the first three and a half years, we bought 50 properties. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) So how much of your own money did it require to do that, if I can ask? Well, that's that's the really hard part. We had to put in like zero dollars. Oh, my gosh. Really? Oh, my gosh. This is unbelievable. Now, that was, that was the purchase. You know, we purchased the property with, the, with no money out of our own pocket. Uh, we did spend some money on repairs out of our pocket as we had it come available. Mm-hmm. I would have known what I know now. I could have borrowed the money and repaired the property right off the bat. But, you know, as I made money, we fixed them up. Uh, and that was fine. That is incredible. That's really inspirational. What would you have attributed or what would you attribute your success in that? I mean, did you have a lot of confidence? Did your confidence build, obviously, the more deals you got? Because, I mean, that's, that's pretty amazing. Zero out-of-pocket out of money on those down payments. The, uh, I, I think, you know, it actually took me five years because I actually ordered that course from the TV in 1998. And it took, it sat in the closet for until like 2003. And then I, and then I ordered it again. And they said, you already have our course. <laughs> said, well, it's old, you know, and stuff. They said, well, just send us shipping. We'll send you a new one. So the new one came and I put it in the closet for about six months. And then I thought, well, that was kind of silly. I got it out. I mean, I paid whatever it was, $500 or something. So I got the course out and it said, write down your goals. So that's when I wrote down, I want to own three houses in 60 days. And writing down your goals, I think, is huge. Okay. It really is. Yeah, so what other goals have you written down and achieved, if you don't mind sharing that? You know, we wanted to help a lot of people. Uh, We wanted to uh, basically earn X amount of dollars, which we've achieved. We, uh, I I want to make sure that my goals are attainable. So I don't want, I don't write down, hey, I want to make a million dollars overnight, you know, because that's, Unless you've made a million dollars overnight before, that's probably not going to happen. So this should be attainable. But I wanted to be able to help my mother, which we got in that position, uh, you know, very quickly. Uh, we, or one of our goals was to obtain more knowledge. So from that sale of that first property, we, uh, we made real good money. We decided that we would go ahead and move ahead with some training. And we hired a big name guru, and it wasn't cheap. We've pro- now we've spent probably $150,000 in training but it didn't come out of our pocket to begin with. We actually made some money and then went and got the training. Oh, I love that. So when you say the training wasn't cheap, I definitely love to think of training and education as an investment. Was it worth it? Did it make you more than it cost you? That's the real question, right? Absolutely. The, the first course that we went to was uh, $3,995. And uh, we went into that course and we learned so much. I mean, my brain was full by the time we left there, you know. And, uh, and so then they said, of course, now we have this other class and it's thirty nine ninety five. also. So we went to that class. And then they said, well, you know, you already spent almost $8,000. If you'd like to go to the full-blown coaching thing, 
gets $25,000, we will credit you what you already spent. So we wrote a check. And, you know, I, if I had it to do over again, I would probably have signed up for coaching sooner. Mm. Uh, but we'd already had a couple deals under our belt. We did very well. And um, there's, there's some properties that we bought and sold that were just, I mean, there was, they were just junk, junk properties. And we made so much money. You just can't believe it. It's just, so you invested 25,000 in the coaching program, but you're saying you made well, way more than that investment as a result of it. Right. Absolutely. Now the first course that I bought off the television, it taught me how to write multiple offers. We'll give you a, you know, low ball cash offer. We'll give you so much down so much a month, or let's just amortize the whole thing out. And most of the time, the seller is so busy trying to decide which offer to take, they don't realize they don't have to take any of them. Right. <laughs> oh, I love it. Well, hey, let's move on to um, some, some of the great, you have so many great stories. So start sharing with us some of those amazing stories you have. Where, and I love, too, that you don't have the attitude and you're not taking advantage of sellers. You're solving a problem for them, and they're, they're happy with these deals, too. That's, the name of this game is to create value or a good opportunity for the seller, solve a problem they have, and then you get paid for doing that. So it's a win-win for everybody. But why don't you tell us about some of those um, opportunities you've found and, and what the winnings have been, if you don't mind. You know, the, the, I think probably one of my favorite ones was a um, – the first house that I ever looked at in this little town over there where we buy our properties, uh, the gal moved in there. It was a buddy of mine. He said, hey, I'm buying houses over in Kern County. you got to come and see. I just bought a, a house for my daughter for $18,000. Is it a chicken coop or something? <laughs> Is it a dog house? <laughs> really? He said, it's a, it's a little two-bedroom, one-bath. It has new stucco, new paint, new roof. It's really cute. Uh, it needs carpet and paint on the inside, but the bathroom and the kitchen are new. And I thought, i got to see this. So we went and looked. Well, a number of years later, I bought the house next door because the gal, Ron's daughter, lived next door, and she found out the guy was in foreclosure. Mm. And um, so this is my favorite story, I think, out of all of them. Uh, the gentleman that owned the house next door is in his 80s. His wife had Alzheimer's, and they moved to Lincoln City, Oregon. And um, he left the house to some neighbor kids uh, they weren't kids, they were teenagers or whatever, you know, 19, 20, 21. Uh, hey, if you make the payments on the house and you keep up the utilities and stuff, you can have the house. And they said, fine, Russell. And then he moved and they never made a payment on anything. Aww. So the property went into foreclosure and Patty called me from next door and said, Dana, the guy in next house is next door, his house is going into foreclosure. He's in his 80s. We don't know what to do, but here's his phone number. So I called him. Uh, on a Wednesday night, and he was already in bed. It was like 8 o'clock. Uh, I found out he's in his, you know, early 80s. And so I called the next morning, and I said, Russell, did you know your house is in foreclosure? And he says, oh, my gosh, I got such a terrible headache. And I said, I said, well, can I pray for you, Russell? He said, are you a Christian? I said, praise God, Brother Dana. And so I prayed for him for his headache to go away. Turns out his headache was from his house. <laughs> yes, I bet. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so I said, Russell, your house is in foreclosure. It's it's going to go to sale on Monday unless it's bailed out by, like, today. It's going to go to sale. It's going to ruin your credit. You'll get zero out of the house, uh, et cetera. Now, if you're in your 80s, you may not use your credit anyway. Will that bother you? He said, oh, no, I want to I do something with this. I said, well, if you give me your house, I'll take it. 
I'll go pay all of the rearages and then, um, you know, we'll fix up the house and do something with it. He said, that'd be fine. I said, well, I'm going to trust you to sign the paperwork. And I'm going to go bail out the house. So I did. I bailed it out that day. I emailed the paperwork to his daughter and they signed it, got it notarized, sent it back to me. So my wife and I owned the house and we came out of pocket uh, on that thing, 23.5 total. Well, about, about three or 4,000 total out of our pocket, but the whole thing cost us 23.5 when it was said and done. Okay. So we took his loan subject to, we just paid the rearage. And uh, then we went in there and did some minimal work, ripped out the carpets, took down the carport that a tree fell on, cut up the tree, hauled away the cars, got rid of the chickens and stuff that were. Oh, there were chickens, huh? <laughs> chickens, chickens had lived in the house and they weren't paying rent. Yeah, I just say, do you have a chicken relocation program, Dana? <laughs> well, you know, I love chickens. They're tasty. So, no, <laughs> no they are. Anyway, so uh, about probably uh, two weeks after we got the house from Russell, his daughter called me and she said, Dana, my name's Kathy. I'm Russell's daughter. And she said, I just wanted to thank you. And I said, thank me for what? She said, thank you for taking my father's house. The reason he had the headache, his blood pressure is like 200 over 100. Oh, my gosh. And he was so worried about the house, he didn't know what to think. So thank you so much for taking my dad's house. His blood pressure has gone down. He's very, you know, much more calm. And I said, well, Kathy, you know what? If, if Terry and I do well in this house, we're going to drive to Lincoln City, Oregon. We're going to give your dad a hug, and I'm going to have him a check for $5,000. And she said, well, you don't have to do that. He doesn't want anything. You've already helped. I said, no, that's fine. So uh, we were in and out in five weeks. Nice. I sold for seventy seventy four thousand nine hundred dollars. Oh my gosh! We made, Phenomenal. We made forty nine nine or something like some some ridiculous number. Uh, and so I called Kathy and I said, Kathy, we sold the house, and we will be coming to Oregon. Now she had to keep it a secret because we couldn't get there right away. Uh, so we drove up there a couple months later, and we pulled in the yard, and where they lived was just grapes of wrath, single wide mobile home. Uh, like 15, 18 people living in this mobile home. Oh, my gosh. So we got there, and Russell was on the porch, and he said, who's that? And she said, well, that's Dana, Daddy. And he said, Brother Dana, what's he doing here? She said, so he came to meet you. So we went in the house and, you know, exchanged the clothes. Uh, so we sat there for three minutes, and then I stood up. I said, Russell, I brought you something. And he said, what did you bring me, Brother Dana? And I stood up, and, and Terry and I had gotten him a cashier's check for $5,000. I handed it to him, and he looked at it, and he said, what's this? I said, it's a check, Russell. And he looked at it again, he says, and then it turns out he, he can't read. Oh. What does this say? I said, it's, it's $5,000, and it's for you. He said, I've never had $5,000, and he, had, he hadn't. I've never had 5,000. He started jumping up and down, telling his wife who had Alzheimer's. She didn't really know what was going on. All the kids were jumping for joy. We're all crying. They're hugging us, et cetera. And um, it was just really awesome. Oh, my gosh. That is the best story. I want to cry. I want to smile. I want to do it all. That's amazing. What a wonderful difference that you made in his life and that all those people living in that single wide mobile home, what a big, big, powerful difference that was. Yeah, someone got to enjoy a nicely renovated house, courtesy of you too. Well, that's, that's a great story. Well, um, I would love to hear about some others, especially with um, creative financing. You know, I know you're really great at that. I mean, buying these houses with nothing down. Um, just tell me more about one of those. Love to hear one of those. 
the first the first property we bought with absolutely zero dollars um, was a subject to deal. So subject to the existing financing. Uh, and that particular property, non-crank, uh, <laughs> particular property, the people uh, were behind in payments. They weren't sure what to do. And uh, the guy saw my We Buy Houses signs on all my vehicles, and he stopped me. He said, I, I need to sell my house. Not I want to sell my house. I need to, I have to sell my house. And I said, well, Mike, I'd, I'd love to buy your house. What do you owe? He told me, I said, how much are your payments? How far are you behind? Uh, $8,000 behind, et cetera. So we went back and forth and uh, he said, here's the thing. My wife and I are splitting up, but the kids go to school like, you know, four doors from this house. I really don't want to have them move yet. So if I, if we do a deal, can they stay in the house until school's out? And I said, okay. So we bought the house with uh, basically $8,000 down we bailed that one out 8,000 bucks. We'd actually did take some money out of our pocket on that one, but um, we let them stay through June. They moved out. We fixed up the house and turned around and got it sold. Uh, in the meantime, another guy comes by and he looks, he sees the signs on my cars and he says, so you buy houses. I said, well, what was your first clue? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he says, well, I have a house that I, that I need to get rid of. So now he needs to get rid of it. doesn't want to get rid of it. He has to get rid of it. And I said, what's it worth? He said, 64000 I said, well, I, I said, it's worth sixty nine. I said, what do you owe? He said, 64. I said, what's it need? He said, paint and carpet. I said, okay, so that's five grand. So you put five grand in it. Now you got 69 that you have in it. You, It's worth 69. I see you're kind of stuck. And then you get it on the market and then you have to pay a realtor, you know, and you have to pay closing costs. He said, yeah, exactly. He said, I need to come up with, you know, $10,000, $15,000 just to get rid of this house. So what did you do next? Did you have a solution for him? Uh, believe it or not, I did. I said, <laughs> I said, you know, if you give me your house, I'll take it. Hmm. Because he's current. I said, you make the next two payments, and after that, Terry and I will take over. And he said, I said, the loan will stay in your name. Will I keep you awake at night? He said, I don't think so. This is what you do for a living, right? And I said, yeah. He said, so if you're around you know, taking advantage of people, you probably wouldn't still be doing this. I said, no. And he says, let me go talk to my wife. The loan can stay in our name. I said, okay, I need you to make the next two payments because you're current. I said, if you listed it, you know, you could expect it to sit on the market for six months and then you sell it and you got some closing costs, et cetera. So Terry and I'll take over. So we drove to Visalia because the house was an hour and a half away. And we looked it over and he says, I've been trying to rent it. I've been trying to sell it. I've been trying to lease it. I've, I've tried everything. He says, you are my last hope. Wow. So we went over and looked at the house, and then we saw the electric green kitchen, the, the dirt road carpet and stuff like that. I thought, well, no wonder you can't rent it or you know, anything. So I thought, well, we'll put a few bucks in it. Uh, and we did. We, we, we said, you make the next two payments. So we had this house. He just gave it to us. He deeded us the property. Uh, we took over the loan, but not for a couple of months from now because he's going to make the next two payments. So we went in there, spent two weekends fixing it up. We spent about $4,000, which you can do on a credit card. Uh, put in some flooring, painted the inside, painted the trim on the outside, put up a for sale sign immediately. And uh, we said, we are asking 80000 We owe sixty four. We need the difference in cash. And within about five weeks, a young man came along and gave us $16,000 down. So we got our 4,000 back that we spent fixing it. Nice. 
and we made 12,000 bucks right up front. And then we cash flowed about $277 for a year. And then he got a settlement and he paid us off. Great. So, but basically the guy gave us his house. He had got transferred from Visalia to where we live and he couldn't afford both payments. Yep, and there's a lot of people with problems like that that you can help. Hey, there was something in that story that I wanted you to elaborate on and maybe talk about this a little bit more is how you get your deals. You did mention that you have a sign on a vehicle. So tell us about that as well as the other techniques and strategies you use to find your deals. You know, I tell people all the time they should have signs on their vehicles. And so I see them with those little like, you know, 12 inch square magnetic signs. Bye dear. My wife's leaving. <laughs> yeah, those 12 inch square magnetic signs on their door that you couldn't read from 10 feet away, let alone if your car goes by at 40, 50, 60 miles an hour. Right. So I have a Suburban that the entire rear side window is about five or six feet long. And it says, we buy houses, any area, any condition, any price, etc." Uh, it has our website, it has our phone number. On the back doors, the back, the rear cargo doors, it says no equity, no problem. Uh, and I'll tell you, the and my pickup truck has the same signs. Uh, last year, a, a gentleman approached me at a gas station while I was getting some diesel in my dually, and he said the same thing. You buy houses? <laughs> and again, what was your first clue? You know. And I said, yes, I do. He says, well, right around the corner, I have four units I want to sell. And I said, oh, is that on 7th and Main? He said, yeah. And these places are dump, you know. <laughs> he wants to sell them. So I said, you know, I'll meet you there in a few minutes. I knew exactly where he was. We looked at the houses. I made him an offer. And he said, oh, that's way too low. But I have four more units. Mm. So what happened next? <laughs> and we went and looked at the other four units. I made an offer on those, too. Basically, I offered him $49,900 for all four units. Wow. And, and then $49,900 for the other four. Uh, so he didn't really like my offer, and he got back to me and says, hey, I got an offer from another investor. He's going to pay me $190,000 cash. I said, well, you better take it. Yeah, that's a good offer. You take it. Absolutely. I said, man, I said, the guy must have bumped his head or something. Cause did you, I said, did you hide $100,000 under the carpet or something? <laughs> I don't know about it. And uh, just joking with them, but trying to stay, you know, I didn't want to just uh, sever the relationship because I know most of the time you get a ridiculous offer and it's not going to go through. Right. So about three days, he says, I'm going to go with the cash guy. I said, okay. So three days later, I get an uh, email from the investor that was supposed to be buying these properties. He said, hey, Dana got these great properties, eight units, only 270 grand. They <laughs> work, they're fully rented, blah, 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 blah. Everything he said was a lie. Right. Which maybe we should elaborate on for just a minute that when you're new to the real estate investing game and you say you're a cash buyer, you probably will have some wholesalers or people bring you deals that are not the best deal and they could be possibly not telling you the whole truth they might not know the whole truth some people are trying to deceive you some aren't so buyer beware right dana exactly well he he knew this guy knew enough about the properties that he knew there were some that were vacant he knew they needed roofs he told me a whole bunch of you know untrue things and etc which i you know this is a small community. I mean, it's funny. I, I meet Holly, and Holly is my friend Valerie's realtor, you know. So, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> what a small world, you know. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, I, I told my wife, I said, you know, Terry, I think we're going to be hearing back from Tom in, you know, 
reasonable amount of time when this other guy doesn't close on this property. Sure enough, after about three and a half months, Tom called me and said, I'll take your offer. Uh, I know that those two properties came from the signs on my pickup. We bought them both for $49.9 each. Now, did I use any of my own money? Do you think? Well, you had to buy the stickers and the letters, and that's about it, right? <laughs> well, you know, the, the signs on my truck cost me about $300. Oh, that's a big investment, huh? Oh, yeah. It's been, <laughs> they've been on there for a few years. Uh, and I know uh, $2,000, of course. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, it's a seller calling. They got a house to sell, huh? <laughs> uh, 2000 I don't know how to make it stop. Uh, that's okay. Let me see. There we go. Um, I know those two deals came from my signs on my truck because Tom told me so, you know, and uh, so we, in order, in order to buy them and I'm offering him 49 now, now they were worth a hundred thousand dollars a piece with just a little bit of work, mm -hmm. very little. So um, I said, I'll buy them. He said, fine. So I went to one gentleman. I said, I need to borrow $60,000 because I'm buying this property for 50,000. He said, fine. So he, he didn't say, oh, gee, fill out a loan application and, you know, give me your firstborn and do this other stuff. And, oh, my firstborn's 36 now. So, yeah. <laughs> But he didn't ask for, you know, my everything under the sun. He just said, where do I wire the money? This is something wow. we have a relationship with. So he wires in the money. I get back almost 10000 at closing. That particular property, uh, I changed the locks on one of the doors. I replaced the broken window with some plexiglass. And we sold it five weeks. We actually sold and closed five weeks later at 90 grand. Fantastic. So we got 10,000 back at closing. We made 27,000 more when it closed. So uh, the second time. So we made $37,000 on that little property in five weeks. Nice. The other, the other one that we got for 49.9, we actually went in there and we painted inside and out and uh, put roofs on it and did a few other little things. We sold it for 140. So we had 70000 in it, including both sets of closing costs and the cost of sale, the whole shot. So we made 70000 bucks on that. So between the two, we made 107000 just for the, the signs on that truck. Is it worth spending 300 bucks for signs? I would say yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, then another, another deal came to us uh, that we bought. We, we, by the way, bought, I think we bought the two fourplexes. Uh, I think we made the offer like January 27th. We closed on February 21st. The second one, we borrowed $40,000 from a private lender, and I got the seller to carry 20. So here's, here we are being creative again. I have some money. Do I want to spend it? I'd rather spend my knowledge. Right. I bought both of those properties with knowledge and somebody else's money. So we got a private lender to loan us 40. The seller carried 20. We got almost 10,000 back at closing. The third little property we bought for 42,000, I borrowed 50 and we got more money back at closing. So think about it, almost 10,000 on each of the first two and probably like seven on the third one. So we got $27,000 all in about four or five weeks from buying property. Can you get paid to buy a property? Apparently you can, Dana. <laughs> I love it, love it, love it, love it. And, and these are California numbers, believe it or not. I mean, I'm not going to Michigan or Ohio or somewhere. I'm buying in California. Right. It's not just Kern County. You can find these things. We found an $85,000 house in Hollywood, California. Wow. 85 grand, right off of North Hollywood Boulevard. Wow. <laughs> so, anyway, 
Well, yeah, we are getting near the end of our show here, even though, you know, we could both talk for hours about this and you're such a, a wealth of knowledge. I really appreciate you sharing everything here. Why don't you tell us um, how people can get in touch with you? And I know you're open to working with students too. So if somebody, if somebody listening here would love to learn firsthand at the feet of Dana and learn his tricks for making money out of nothing. I mean, he's amazing. Getting paid to buy houses. How would someone get in touch with you? Well, uh, my uh, my coaching website, or actually my coaching website's not up yet, but my coaching email is outside of the box coaching at yahoo.com. What an appropriate name for you. I love it. <laughs> Thank you. Outside the box coaching. Outside of the box. Outside of the box coaching. At yahoo.com. At yahoo.com. Okay. That's the best way to reach me. Uh, my uh, cell phone number, you can always text me at uh, 805-550-8502. Fantastic. So you can send him a text at that number, and uh, he'll... He'll talk to you. He's really generous with his time. He won't, he won't coach you for free, as he shouldn't. But any money that you invested in coaching with him would be well worth it. He understands about return on investment of time and energy and money. And he loves to help and teach and coach. And this is Dana Claft, D-A-N-A. And his last name is K-L-A-F-T, Claft. So, Dana, why don't you share with us, um, as we go off, some parting words of advice, encouragement that you'd have to maybe a brand new investor as well as someone that's maybe tried it and not had the most success so far yet. So, what's your advice for them? You know, I think for a brand new investor, uh, and I get a lot of this, I'm going to be a real estate investor, so I'm going to run out and quit my job. Please don't quit your day job. Oh, amen to that. Yes. <laughs> Keep your job. <laughs> Definitely don't quit your day job and get some knowledge. You know, and I and and even if you think you have knowledge and you see a deal and you think there's just no way to make this work, there's probably a way to make it work. You know, uh, and I always tell people the three most important things in their business, and you should write these down, are marketing, marketing, and then also marketing. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so the signs on your vehicles, you know, Craigslist dad saying you buy houses, Craigslist dad saying you sell houses, uh, and just just marketing. When Terry and I started, we went into this little town, told them we were real estate investors. We never bought a property. We didn't have any money. We were basically posers, I guess. And we told everybody in town that we were real estate investors. So I went to the Bible bookstore one day to buy a birthday card for my friend Kathy, and they were talking about Kathy. So I said, hey, I'm here to buy a card for Kathy. It's her birthday. And they said, well, who are you? I said, my name's Dana. They said, oh, you're the investor from the coast. Oh, your reputation. I love it. The Bible says to speak of things that aren't as though they were. So we kept saying that we're real estate investors. And one day, all of a sudden, we were just real estate investors. Yes, you are. <laughs> that for sure. I love it. What a great story and great advice. Well, thank you again for generously sharing of your time and inspiring our listeners to go out and, and make things happen. And um, I'm really excited to hear some stories and maybe some of our listeners reaching out to you and learning from you. So thank you and make it a great day, everyone. Thank you, Holly. That was awesome. And thanks for having me. 
If you found value in today's episode, make sure to subscribe, rate, and review our show. You can find our show notes at our website, houseflipmasters.com, on the podcast page. Also, to get our top tips for finding deals without spending lots of money, go to houseflipmasters.com for your free download today.